Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. So as we build capacity here in 2021, I want to share with you today, this first Sunday of 2021, I want to share with you about managing moments. It's a part of building capacity, how you manage moments. And I want to start out reading from St. Matthew chapter 25. We're going to read a few verses from verse 14. Done. Managing moments. I can tell you that In my lifetime on earth, I have managed some moments well that I am so grateful to God that I got those moments right. Otherwise, otherwise, many things would have been different. But I can come to you this morning and also say that I have mismanaged some moments in my life that still affecting me today. And I believe you are the same. And in order to build capacity, we have to manage the moments of our lives well. It's another way of saying that we have to capitalize on the opportunity of a lifetime in the lifetime of the opportunity. So let's read. The kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. So we're seeing that all those that got stuff had ability. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made other five talents. Likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. Managing moments. They were given talents according to their ability. And if you want to put it this way, the atmosphere, the environment, the anointing was present for increase. The man who got five talents manage his movement with those five talents. Well, man who got ten talents, managed well. But the man who got one, mismanaged the moment. Sometimes, because it seems like we don't have the stage presence that others have, you know, we are not on TV and on radio and in the forefront. 
we must manage our moment. But it's important to manage the moment. You know, a moment can be just an immediate time. It can be a, a little bit more extended than that. Now, after a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So the moment, the time that they were given as far as managing whatever, harvest time came. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. As it relates to 2020, do you believe the Lord, your God, can say to you, well done, good and faithful servant? How did you manage that moment? Did you allow the pandemic to di dictate how you praise God if you paid your time? If you were able to continue coming to church? And when I say come, I don't necessarily mean in the building. How did you manage that moment? Or is it that all that your mind was on was stocking up food? He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. So, uh, although both those guys were given different amount of talents, the reward was, well done, good and faithful servant. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. Reaping where you have not sown, and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So he's on the offensive. People who mismanage moments always feel like others have been hard to them, that they have been wronged on and, and, and they have been not treated right. That society owes them something and the church is not looking out for them and all of that. You mismanage your moment. Business man said, Lord, Lord, I know that you're a hard man. But remember, you were given according to your ability. How did you manage your moment? And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Take your, take your talent. But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. Wicked and lazy. I'm sure that's not the characterization you want. If you mismanage your moment, wicked lazy, you knew I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seeds. 
So you ought to have deposited my money in uh, with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received it, received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. Now you understand the concept that for everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. So those who got the talents and built their capacity got five, added five, and all that, double what they had, you're faithful. In other words, you are now in a position where I can give you 10 or 20 the next time. But the man who got one mismanaged, terribly mismanaged the moment. And I want to challenge you not to be like that man. That's not how God created you to be. Moments can determine success. Moments can determine failure. According to how you manage the moment. How you manage moment is crucial to the results that you will end up with in life. The reason why you and I were born with a sin nature is because Adam mismanaged a crucial moment. And the mismanagement of that moment is still having serious effect on mankind over 6,000 years after. Mismanaging a moment is not just going to affect you and the present, but it has lasting impact. And some of you made a decision 10 years ago and you it's not like God has not forgiven you, but the effects of it, the impact of it is still telling in your life today. And the real focus is on this year. God is not even holding that against you. It is a motivation or it is a lesson to say the moments of this year must be managed properly. Because if you manage them properly, it puts you in a position to be able to do more, build your capacity. The mismanagement of that moment in Genesis with Adam activated sin and has compromised the capacity of man. God is depending on you. Two thieves were crucified the same time as Jesus was. Crucified with Jesus at the same time. One on the right and one on the left the Bible said. And both men had a 
eternity. They were, they were in the last moments of their life. We're talking about managing moments. And one of them cuts off Jesus. You know, for our international people, they cursed at Jesus. Or he, right, cursed at Jesus. Good. You paraded yourselves as Messiah and all of that. If you are really Messiah, see yourself and save us. I mean, you're doing the same thing to him as they're doing to Jesus. But he's cursing at Jesus. What a terrible mismanagement of a moment. The other one to him. At least we're guilty of what we're being crucified about. This man is not guilty. That second one said to Jesus, remember me when thou goest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said to, the, to him, this day you will be with me in paradise. Wow. What a management of a precious moment. Managing moment. So one, manage the moment beautiful. And second, eternity, spend forever with God in heaven. But one, just manage the moment and went elsewhere. You see the importance of managing moment? One of the most powerful thing in the world is an idea. One of the most powerful things in the world is an idea. Everything in life, everything around you, everything that you can see in your line of sight right now started with an idea. This microphone that I'm using was somebody's idea. This somebody's idea. This jacket was somebody's idea. This building was somebody's idea. You were God's idea at one time. Everything started with an idea. Every success story starts with an idea, and that idea was managed properly and developed into success. Whether it is the KFC chain story, whether it is the Liverpool story, every success started with an idea. You I've had many ideas in your life that you never managed well and it has robbed you of blessings that God intended for your life. How many ideas came to you in the last five years, two years, that you have not even written down? You have not acted on? We 
we're talking about managing moments because it will build your capacity. Ideas came to you that were intended to build your financial capacity, that were intended to build your family capacity, that were intended to build your career capacity. But you never manage those moments well. You mismanage those moments. And in fact, the only time you remember some of those ideas was when you saw somebody else implementing them. You go, you know that idea came to me one time? Man, it's almost like Michael would want to slap you on the job. Managing moments. This year, God wants you to manage the moments that he gives you well. I heard a lady on the television saying that she woke up about 11.30 p.m. the night and realized that her son wasn't home as yet. And she called him and just said, are, are you okay? And he said, yes, no, my man, I soon come. She said she felt like praying for him, but because he said he was okay, she just left him alone. The next hour, she got a phone call that her son was shot at him. Quite possibly because she mismanaged that moment. See, that moment was for prayer, not for tomorrow morning, not when you wake up tomorrow morning. Managing that moment presently to get the results. God is going to send moments your way this year in abundance. And the message to you is to manage the moments. Your wealth capacity your people skill capacity, your career capacity, your mental capacity, your emotional capacity is wrapped up in some moments and some ideas that God will send your way this year. Some people ask me, how are you able to stay calm Managing people, doing all that kind of stuff. And I was explaining that when I came to Montego Bay, out of high school, subjects and all that kind of stuff, I got a job in a construction company. And your natural mind wants to tell you that you're not supposed to be here. I have the responsibility of managing about 500 men. If you know anything about construction, all sorts of temperaments with 500 men. Some, they behave all kinds of ways. They get their salary that they work for and, and quarrel still. I didn't know what God was doing. But God 
constraining me to deal with people, developing my people skill. And it was important that I manage that moment, not run away in the interest of more money or profile. You have had your moments. Some of you have managed some of them well. Some of you have not managed some of them well. But you are going to get more opportunities in this year. Many people are not successful in life because they have not properly managed the ideas that God gave them over time. I want to give you a few tips as it relates to managing ideas. I was listening to a presentation from Mr. Michael Leachin recently. He's the Jamaican-Canadian billionaire. Oh, he owns the NCB group of banks. And Mr. Leachin said that when he was just starting out in business, as very successful businessman said to him that I need to talk to you. You're a young man starting up and I just need to give you some tips. And the gentleman said to Mr. Legion, success is 10% strategy and 90% implementation. I said, what? Well, I mean, we've said it other ways, but that is so important. You see, some of you get the ideas and the strategies, and they're in your head, and they get to your head, and without even getting anything out of them, you think you're above everybody else. But you can't be successful with them just in your head. The strategy needs implementation. So when you get an idea, it is important to implement, apply, put it in action. Of course, there is going to be some legwork and all of that in, in, in putting it into action. So first thing you have to do is write it down. Today, we have all kinds of high-tech phone. So say it and tape it on your phone. Make sure it is safe, because if you don't capture the moment, that's important, capturing the moment, if you don't capture the moment as present as it is in your mind today, you will forget next month. I can't begin to tell you how many times a, a thought came to me when I was going to bed, and man, it was flooding my mind and my spirit, and I said, Tomorrow morning, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to write it down. What? I'm searching for that thing tomorrow. How could it escape so fast? It's gone. You have to capture the moment. Write it down. Document it. And in some cases, you have to, you have time to pray over it. I said, 
in some cases because in further down, I'll share with you all, sometimes you really don't have time to go pray about it. But if you get the chance, pray about it. Research it. Research it. Now you have the internet, you have all kinds of stuff. Start researching. So write it down, research it, pray over it, act on it or implement it. That's the initial phase of managing ideas to build your capacity. Some of you are so contented at the place that you're working just because you're able to pay your light bill and buy some food. You realize that God really wants to take you way past that. He wants to take you way past that. He wants to bless you way past that. And that's why I gave you those ideas. But if you mismanage them, you're going to be right where you started. Some, sometimes one moment can shape and direct the rest of your whole year. One moment can set up your whole week. I've had those moments many times. You got a good moment in on Sunday or Saturday, Monday, and it set up your whole week. You're bouncing, you're singing the songs of Zion. You came out of that fasting and it set up your whole week. One moment can set up your whole day. One moment can mess up your day. Many of you have had a day when you just didn't get it right in the morning and everything just uh, went wrong. Everything that could go wrong. You can't wait to go home. To, and you don't even want to go home to your family so much. Or you just want to go home and lay down and cover your head. Managing moments, crucial moments can set you on course for great things or it can run you off course and make your life miserable. I have seen time and time again where the devil steal crucial moments from people. Moments that ended in misery and destruction, loss of direction. The Bible tells us in St. John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And it's not just about your life in terms of death and all of that, but he comes to steal those ideas, to steal those moments, to steal the direction of your life, to steal your joy. And if he can steal those moments, then he can destroy your life. Because that moment that you should have had a revelation from God, that word that should have been keeping you for, for, for the month, that devil was able to steal that moment and steal that word in the package. So all of a sudden, you're meandering in all kinds of directions. Managing moments. I love the story with David. David brought lunch for his brothers. And in that very moment, Goliath came on the top of the mountain. 
barking out his threats. The Bible said he cursed Israel by their gods. He said, find a man that will come and fight with me. It was a moment. And the Bible says that David heard it. David heard it. And David had a decision to make in that moment, how he was going to manage that moment. If he was going to manage that moment like Saul and the rest of Israel. Because the Bible said when Goliath would come on the mountain, Saul and the rest of men would run in fear. Because they look at this 600-pound giant, over 10 feet tall, and they're afraid. They, they run in fear. But David managed the moment differently when he heard, go live. And you see, you have to be prepared for these moments. Because when the devil bark up threats at you, at your family, in your life, in your mind, with your health. How do you manage those moments? Do you lift your eyes to the hills from whence coming your help? David heard it. And this is what I'm saying. We have to even manage the aspect of prayer because David never had time to go and pray about it. Because sometimes that's the religious response from Christians. God gave you an idea for you to act on, to manage the moment, and you say you're going to pray about it. You've been, some of you have been praying for 10 years now about it. You're praying, praying, praying. David never had time to go in a time of fasting about it. He needed to manage that moment. And, and, and David jumped on it said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? I'm managing this moment. And I tell you, the enemy will throw everything at you to, to sweep you off your feet. The rest of his people, his brother said, listen, why did you come here? I mean, look, we're already in enough fear dealing with this man's presence. You're just making the thing worse. David is, well, what did I do? Is there another cause? Managing the moment. Sometimes, in the mismanagement of a moment, here's how you can mismanage a moment sometimes. You go and share it with the wrong person. So, well, I've never seen anybody do anything like that before. But are you sure? I think you should do it this way. So they don't start what God gave you. Sometimes you buy into it. God is going to give you some moments, and in case you share it, and somebody don't see it like you see it, now God is saying, you've got to move on. Because it's not just a moment for the moment, or the word for the moment, but it is to build your capacity. You see, you're concerned about um, not having anybody to call on when you're 70 and you want to leave 
good financial foundation so you can prosper. And what you don't realize is that God wants to make it happen in one year. And he gives you an idea so that you don't even have to think about uh, putting up with all that the boss has been doing for the years just to keep um, your, your, your job until you're 65 or 70. He gives you a moment to settle that issue. But you mismanage it. And now you're stuck with that man telling you that you have to start going to work 12 o'clock in the night. David said to Saul, what is going to be done for the man who killed this gentleman? David is not really seeking Saul's approval here. He's just going through the protocol because Saul was the king. But what Saul shared was good motivation. <laughs> and this is it. The, the initial step might look dark. The initial way might look dark. His brothers came against him. Other people, and you cannot manage that man. But he got his own motivation. He said to Saul, what's going to be done? And Saul said, well, among the things that are going to be done is that this man will not be able to, will not pay taxes in Israel, he and his family for the rest of his life. Whoa, where is my gun? No GCD tax, no income tax, no tax, no land tax. What did you say, Saul? Yes, among the things. Well, I'm going for it. That's more motivation here. <laughs> I, I am managing this moment. I'm going for it. You know, David went after Goliath. When Goliath saw him, each of them, each of, each of them had their moment. <laughs> Goliath saw his moment. David saw his moment. See, sometimes people are disturbed because the other person sees their moment and wants it, and you get scared. Goliath saw his moment and said, oh, yeah, come, I'm ready to give your flesh to the fowls of the air. You think I'm a dog? You don't see me? David was not even listening to him. David saw his moment. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Move, move on, I'm getting ready to be tax-free. Goliath, Back on to stress. You know the story. David had five stones with a sling. And the Bible said that David was so excited about capitalizing on his moment and all of that. David didn't wait for Goliath. He ran to meet him. And he said, It's not about hiding behind a stone, and if he passed, they're going to shoot him. David was ready. Can you get that ready for a moment? The Bible said, David, run to meet him. I want you to know that the battle is the Lord's. The Bible says that the hills melt like rocks at the presence of the Lord of all the earth. So, 
Goliath was conquered even before the battle was fought. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. And that's why I said, you know, I know one of the Trump card testimony for 2020 is that I kept my job. Even if you never kept that job, the Lord God in the midst of thee is mighty. And even if you kept it, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He knows how to make a way where there seems to be no way. Your responsibility is to manage the moment. That's why I'm asking of you that you look for moments to manage this month. Tell us how you manage them. Tell us the success story because we want to motivate others with your success. I have come to realize, took me a while, but I've come to realize that no other human being anywhere on the earth of the seven and a half billion of us have any more right to be successful than me. I don't care the amenities around them. If I manage my moment, David would be the most unlikely person he would choose for success. If they thought he could kill Goliath, he would have sent for him a long time. So he would have sent for him a long time. And that was a feature in David's life. As I said, for all of us, there are moments that we didn't manage well. But we must be in a position, put ourselves in a position where we manage more moments well than those that we mismanage. Later on, Saul wanted to kill David. David got the opportunity to kill Saul. David said, no, I can't touch the Lord's anointing. What a management of that moment. And some of you take the opportunity to kill with your tongue. Let's take it. Let's manage those moments. Well, I don't know what she's going through. I don't know what is happening, but you know what? I'm praying for, for that man because I know that he means well and the issues that are happening around his life or around her life, they too shall pass. I'm standing in again. David said, no, I can't touch the Lord's anointed and those prophet anymore. He managed that thing. But you know, David had another moment that he mismanaged. So the lady having a show, he mismanaged that moment. You know, the Bible says, flee from youthful lust. It did not say wrong. Flee. He mismanaged that moment. But at the end of the day, God said that David was a man after his own heart. How could David be a man after his own heart when he mismanaged such a moment? Well, he properly managed more moments than what he mismanaged. 
There's not one of us in here that can say we have not mismanaged moments. And as I said before, the issue today is not that God is holding that against you. He's saying, for the moments coming up, you must be in a place to properly manage those moments. David, manage that moment properly. With Goliath, became the king of Israel and maybe the greatest king that Israel has ever seen his history and his legacy lives on today. I want to encourage you this morning to be on the alert to seize the moments. You have to act in the lifetime of the opportunity. Because again, it's not just a moment to make you feel good for a hour. We're talking about moments that will determine the rest of your life, the rest of your year, affect and impact you and your generation. Managing moments. I believe that God is at work. In our lives, we have to put ourselves in a position to make sure we maximize the opportunities that He brings to our attention. Let me close with this. They were, I was watching a program on the television. They said there was a Caribbean Airlines flight that was about two hours into its journey in the air. And the tower communicated with him and said, you need to change altitude, uh, lower altitude immediately. And he just went at it, lower his, uh, altitude immediately. And then he communicated with the tower. He said, what happened? What's, what's happening? He said, you were on a collision course with another airline coming in the next direction. And we didn't have time to explain to you why you needed to lower. You just needed to lower your altitude. And the whole plane full of people and possibly the next airline was feared because that tiger managed that moment well. See, sometimes, sometimes God bring you into a moment and give you an idea and you have all kinds of questions before you know. Why? Why do I need to know? But I was the first one that, that, that started doing this. I didn't trouble me. I don't, I don't this. Why? God is saying, when I give you instructions, you need to respond. There are times when there is no space for discussion. So as we build the capacity 
this year. Engaging the law of lift. We intend to come out of this year better people, more furnished, more equipped to do much more. Jesus sent his disciples out to do some stuff. And they came back. There was a boy with an epileptic demon. And they said to Jesus, but well, Jesus came and cast out the demon because they couldn't cast out. They said to Jesus, why couldn't he cast it out? I mean, we, we, we did say some things, but why couldn't we cast it out? And here's what Jesus said to them. He said, this kind went not out, but by firm and fasting. In other words, you need to develop your capacity to deal with this kind of stuff. So I'm saying some things are going to come against you this year. Some things are going to come for you this year. You have to develop the capacity to deal with them. Together, we can do it. I look forward to us building capacity, engaging the law of limits. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegobay at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at fcfmobay and on Facebook at fcfmontegobay.